Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to Shout Quick Takes, a Buffalo Bills football podcast. Bill star wide receiver Stephon Diggs was active on social media Thursday night when he noticed the CBS Sports graphic, which omitted the Buffalo receiving core entirely from a fan poll, asking about who the best group in the league was. Diggs responded directly to the tweet, asking if the Bills could get a little love. And then he gave his teammate, Cole Beasley, the recognition he felt he deserved. Here's what he wrote. There's not one receiver in the game that'll disagree with me. Cole Beasley is like that. He played in the playoffs with a broken leg low-key, like I only know one other receiver that's done that. I had a torn oblique. I thought I was mentally tough, but Bees is really different. Cole Beasley revealed at the end of the season on locker cleanout day that he had broken his fibula during a Week 16 game against the Patriots, ended up coming back and playing in the playoffs, and that's what Stephon Diggs is referring to. It was also news that Diggs himself had a torn oblique muscle. We wrote about it over at Syracuse.com. Go check out Ryan Talbot's story. But I think this is an interesting revelation on all fronts because we spend so much time, and I tweeted about this on Thursday night as we were kind of sifting through these tweets with with Diggs, that we've spent so much time talking about the gap between the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs because it was a one-sided game and, and fans you know, want to kind of close that gap. But these kinds of revelations have me sitting back thinking about it and wondering, what would that game have looked like if Stephon Diggs was healthy or Cole Beasley was healthy or even Gabriel Davis, who was dealing with some issues of his own? He got banged up in the Baltimore Ravens game. So I think that from a, a fan perspective, you have to go into next season liking your chances if everybody is healthy. Buffalo Bills general manager said Wednesday on One Bills Live that he'd cut an unvaccinated player if it meant the team could operate like normal and without the constraints of COVID-19 pandemic protocols. Bean was explaining what early indications have been from the NFL as it pertains to the restrictions on teams inside facilities when players arrive back in the building. He said players who are vaccinated will only have to test once per week, and if the team reaches a certain X number of percent of players who are vaccinated, then it can hold in-person meetings without restrictions. One Bills Live co-host Steve Tasker then followed up Bean's explanation by posing a hypothetical. If you're one player away from fulfilling the ratio requirements, do you just cut a guy that's not vaccinated? Bean said, yeah, I would because it's an advantage. These meetings were not as productive as before because you guys saw in the field house, we had three or four meetings going on and sometimes you're talking over each other, but it was just the only way to pull it off and be socially distanced. It would be an advantage to cut a player and fall under that umbrella. Players who are not fully vaccinated are expected to be required to take a COVID test every day they come to the facility like it was last season. If a team hits a certain percentage of players who are vaccinated, Bean said he thinks 
there will be some incentives for teams. I think there's going to be some incentives to, if you have an X number of percent of players and staff vaccinated, you can live normal. Let's just call it back to the old days. If you don't, then it's going to look more like it did last year. Social distance meetings, mask in the building, maybe even mask on the sidelines. A lot of this is still to be determined, but I hope if those are the rules, we'll be able to get enough people vaccinated and not have to deal with all the headaches. The Bills exercised the fifth-year contract option on 24-year-old quarterback Josh Allen and 23-year-old middle linebacker Tremaine Edmonds this week, ending the intrigue for at least one of those looming decisions. Allen was a no-brainer after his career season, which saw him break eight team records, but he's now on the books in 2022 for $23.016 million, the highest cap hit of any player from the 2018 draft class, tied with Baltimore quarterback Lamar Jackson. Edmonds was the more complex decision as he's now set to count for $12.791 million in 2022. He's coming off his second straight Pro Bowl campaign and just turned 23, but inconsistency has been an issue at times for him. Bills general manager Brandon Bean said this week on One Bills Live that he always wanted to pick up both players' options, but doing so with the cap constraints caused by the COVID pandemic made it tougher. Here's what he said. The math has been very hard here because this new CBA, the collective bargaining agreement, when we took those guys back in 18, we would have been paying Josh. The projected rate was about 18 million and Tremaine around 9 million. So you're talking 27 million. And the cap was supposed to be, you know, if we don't have the pandemic, the cap was supposed to be well into the 200s, 215, 220 million. And so add the CBA change to where that 18 draft class became the class. It's based on Pro Bowl and various recognitions that you could increase your number. So Tremaine's number went from nine something to 12.8 million and Josh went from 18 to 23 million. That's a big difference anyway. And then you add in the cap went the other way. It's just been a tighter constraint. All right, everybody, that'll do it for this week's Shout Quick Takes. Make sure you keep it locked on to Syracuse.com, NewYorkUpstate.com for all your Bills coverage. Have a great weekend.